I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Were you as exhausted as I was after all those Zoom meetings yesterday? Yeah, I felt like I just needed to crawl into bed. We are not like in practice for being on Zoom for five hours straight. No, I I did not enjoy it. My eyeballs were like, blazing ugh. yeah so my head just buzzing 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 <laughs> oh zoom sucks hi and welcome to happier in hollywood the podcast about how to be happier healthier saner more creative more successful and more productive in a backbiting superficial chaotic unpredictable fundamentally insane world I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai, right outside of L.A., and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to talk about psyching ourselves up for nothing. (laughs) Then we'll talk about the opposite of schadenfreude, Freudenfreud. Plus, we have a Twitter take two. Finally, we have a holiday Hollywood hack. But first, Sarah, we want to remind everyone who's doing their holiday shopping that we have a holiday gift guide episode, episode 287. And then we had more gift ideas in episode 288. So if you're looking for ideas, go back, listen to those episodes. Yes, and then, of course, we also have to remind everyone that Fantasy Island Season 2 premieres on Fox at 8 p.m. on January 2nd. That's a Monday, January yes. 2nd, 8 p.m. Woohoo! Yes, 7 p.m. Central. Okay, Liz, it's time for our From the Treadmill Desks of segment, where we talk about what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's basically getting all dressed up and then having no place to go. <laughs> Yes. Now, luckily, unlike the old days when we were in person, I didn't get a blowout. I didn't spend $55 to get my hair blown out. Sarah, do you want to explain what happened? Yes. So we had a pitch scheduled. And I mean, we were like ready to go. Had the whole thing done, practiced, all just psyched up. The only thing to do was like take our clothes out of the closet and put them on and yes, and not blow out our hair. And then we found out the pitch was in the morning and we got an email at 11 o'clock the night before that it was canceled. (laughs) 
And it was canceled because one of the deals hadn't been completed. We should explain that when you pitch something, so you're usually with a studio and you pitch to a network in television, and everyone's deal has to be closed at the studio level in order to pitch, because what they don't want to have happen is that the network buys it, and then suddenly the people who are making their deals have more leverage, essentially, because it's already been sold. So all the deals have to be done before that point. And it sometimes happens that a deal doesn't close and they will not pitch if those deals aren't closed. I was remembering our friend, Sarah, who they had left work, I believe, and driven to a studio to pitch, and they were in the parking lot, and they oh got the notice that somebody's deal didn't close. Oh, I mean, it's it's hard because you're so psyched up. You're, like, yes. ready to go. And then it's just, oh, that's not happening. Yeah. There's a mental component to it that's hard to describe. And I'm worried that when it gets rescheduled, because now the deal has closed, of course, it closed, like, 10 hours later, that we're going to have to go through that whole psych-up process again. And it's going to be harder, I think. Yeah, it's draining because you get psyched up, you practice, you clear your schedule, right? I mean, that we had nothing else on that day. And you even have to make now a plan to make sure the house is quiet. Like I had discussed with Adam, okay, you're going to take the dogs for a walk so that there's no chance of them barking and so that I can do the pitch like in the dining room with a nice view behind me. And so all that has to be now reconfigured. Yes. I had scheduled a dentist appointment for Violet. So she was not only out of the house, but out of the town. Uh And the dogs were going to be in the TV room, which is at the other end of the house. So it's like, oh, God, now we have to deal with those logistical things again. Yeah. And then, Sarah, on a practical level, these meetings involve usually like 10 people. So it's just scheduling it. The actual scheduling of the meeting is difficult And we'll be lucky if we can get back on the books this week. Well, yeah, because our schedule is busy, too. We had really cleared last week to work on it and then pitch it. So everything else got pushed into this week. So uh, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah. So, Sarah, how do we bounce back? Like, what's our action item coming out of this? Well, one, I guess, reminding ourselves we're lucky we have something to pitch. So true. Regardless of when it ends up being. Yes. And I guess, you know, we have the motions that we go through to get psyched up, right? Yes. And I guess we're just going to have to go through those steps like a pilot checks the plane and hopefully in going (laughs) through those steps, we'll get re-psyched up. Yes. And in going through even the logistical stuff of how to keep the place, the space (laughs) silent. (laughs) Yes, that's that's true. We'll get there. Yeah. Now, and I'm sure, again, we are not the only people who have these work things where suddenly the rug is just pulled out from under you. Yeah. I would love to hear from other people in other industries of, like, what is the equivalent to this? Yes. Like, I imagine, like, with a surgeon even, suddenly you're, you're like, gearing up for, like, an eight-hour surgery, and then the patient tests positive for COVID. And then it's like, okay, no, I'm not doing that. Or, you know, I'm sure there's lots of times when this happens. All the time. Yes, in every arena. And we just have to go, okay, 
and then yeah. come back with the same positive energy we had the first yes. time. Yes. <laughs> All right, coming up, we have a take a hike that we uh, received courtesy of the Satellite Sisters. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. One of my secrets to adulthood is that great luggage makes a huge difference to your travel experience, which is why I am obsessed with Briggs & Riley. It's extremely durable, has amazing features that make packing and getting around easier, and they have the best lifetime guarantee in the industry. So if your bag is ever broken or damaged, they will repair it free of charge, no proof of purchase needed, no questions asked, even if an airline damages your bag. Yes, and I love that they have supremely smooth, shock-absorbing wheels for easy gliding through your travels. Hot off the press, the Simpatico collection of hard-sided luggage is new and improved and just launched on Briggs-Riley.com. It has the new one-touch feature, which allows you to expand your luggage, pack it, then compress it to its original size so a carry-on can still fit in the overhead compartment, and that's just one of the new features. Available in black, navy blue, and olive green. Okay, it is time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss physical, mental, and spiritual health. Today, it's physical and mental, which is practice Freudenfreud. I love this. Explain this, this, Sarah. Okay, so we all know about schadenfreude when you take pleasure in other people's misfortune. And even though we may not love ourselves when we experience schadenfreude, it's very common and natural. But we were so thrilled to hear about the concept of Freudenfreude in this week's Satellite Sisters pep talk newsletter. Okay, should I just read what they wrote about Freudenfreude? Sure. Okay. Suddenly, bliss is trendy. Julie said so this week on the podcast because the New York Times said so in the paper. The term making our trends list this week is Freudenfreud, the ability to feel joy at other people's bliss. You experience a rush of good vibes when something great happens to someone else. Social scientists say this is the glue that holds the whole society together. It's about empathy, resilience, emotional intimacy. Yes, Sarah, Leanne Dolan, who's one of the Satellite Sisters, does this newsletter, and I uh, it's always got great tidbits. And I love this idea, and it reminded me of our motto, people succeed in groups. 
Yes. You know, I think a lot of people feel like there's only so many pieces of the pie. And if my roommate gets a great job, I won't get a great job. Or if my friend from high school like gets this thing, I won't get it. But we always take the opposite approach, which is that if people we know are having good things happen or succeeding, then we're more likely to succeed. Yes, I I totally agree. And the but the my question is, what if it's people we don't know? Can we feel Freud and Freud for people we don't know when we read the trades, for example, and some fabulous thing has happened to someone else? Can we go, oh, that's great because it means there the business is, you know, picking up or doing such and such. That's interesting. Like yes, even if it's not that. connected to us, we have to find the Freud and Freud. Yes. And I think especially it's important to practice this now because Hollywood is so chaotic. I mean, oh my God. Every day we're texting each other articles of another swath of layoffs. There's a lot of concern about a potential writer strike, director strike, possibly even an actor strike. It would be very easy to feel like us, especially us writers, are all pitted against each other. And that kind of thinking, one, it's just, it's toxic and it's just not practical because the truth is writers hire writers. So we all need each other to be getting hired to do things so that in turn, we then go and hire other writers. So it's really the truth that good things happening for one is good things happening for all. Yes. And especially as we're in this time of weirdness and uncertainty, Having unity among us can only be a good thing. Yes. And I think, like, this is something you and I can just remind each other of if we have that tinge of jealousy or that feeling of less than or whatever you want to call it, insecurity. We can just say to each other, Freud and Freud, and remember that we're happy for other people. And we are generally, I don't mean to go around sounding like we're not, but we all have those moments. Yes, I think we should come up with like a text shortcut, you know, like FF is F-F. Freud and Freud. <laughs> FF. FF. Um, it's a beautiful notion. It is. I love that uh, focusing on that as opposed to Schadenfreude, which is really not the best of human nature. No. So embrace Freud and Freud. Yes. And listen to the Satellite Sisters podcast. Very entertaining and they always have good stuff. Okay, it's time for take two, in which we revisit a segment we've discussed in the past. This week, we're going to revisit last week's hits and bombs segment. Um, We give all kinds of hits and bombs. Some are personal, some are philosophical. Some of them are to people we know, and some are to people we don't know. Um, They run the gamut. Yes, and last week, I gave a bomb to Elon Musk. And it was interesting because right after that, I got a letter from a listener that was very impassioned saying basically like, stay out of politics. And then the next thing I read, you know, it was the morning I was going through my emails. So I got that one. And then the next thing was the New York Times morning email. And the first article was about the rise of hate speech on Twitter. And basically it said that slurs against Black Americans have gone up on Twitter since Elon Musk bought it. They've tripled. Slurs against gay men have almost doubled. Anti-Semitic posts have soared more than 61%, which is crazy. So 
the the researchers that the New York Times talked to said they'd never seen such a sharp increase in hate speech, problematic content, and formerly banned accounts in such a short period on a mainstream social media platform. So I just have to say giving a bomb to a guy who's cool letting anti-Semitism, racism, and homophobia flourish is not a political thing. Right. That's just not okay. Uh, you can call me judgy if you want. I'm totally judgy about those yeah. things. I'm like judgy about it all day. Yes, it's funny. It never occurred to me that that was a political bomb. Me neither. When we were giving it. Yeah, and the funny thing is, Liz, you have been off Twitter because you got hacked. Yes. And then I tried to deactivate my Twitter account, and it wouldn't let me. It kept saying, like, oops, there's been a mistake. Oh, oops, there's funny. been a mistake. Oops, there's been a mistake. So you can't get on Twitter, and I can't get yeah. off. Yeah, I do kind of miss it, but, of course... It seems to be changing radically, so um, we'll just see where it goes. Yes. No, I will miss it as well. And if people are finding alternatives, do let us know. Also, I just have to say Musk fired about, like thousands of people before the holidays. So bigger bomb even to Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so a lot of people are having to decide, is Twitter a place I want to be? Yeah. And some are staying and some are going and it's a time of great flux. Once more chaos. Yes. More <laughs> chaos. Yes. All right, Sarah, the holidays are upon us and coming up, we have a holiday Hollywood hack. But first, this break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, it is time for this week's Hollywood hack. Now, Sarah, this is something that we mentioned in passing during our holiday gift guide episode, but we feel very strongly about it. So we wanted to um, highlight it, which is um, the hack is when someone asks for a gift, get the exact thing the person asks for. Yes, we feel very passionately about this. So it came up in our Facebook group. Someone posted asking, my daughter wants this Lululemon jacket. Is there something else like it? And so many people were like, just get the Lululemon jacket. This is not an ad for Lululemon, no. by the way. Yeah. And it, you know, and so many people were like, if that's what she wants, get that. And then there were questions. Well, is that really the one she wants? Or did she, was she just giving this as an example? And yeah. we had tons of comments about it. And my opinion was just get that one. And it's just funny because, Sarah, this has actually come up in your life several times. You and I have had this conversation going back probably 30 years. 
Yes, we have. Because my father was like the classic person who does not do this. And he was always so sweet. He would ask me what I wanted for Christmas. And I would say, I want this. And then he would go and do tons of research about whatever it was that I wanted and get the one that he thought was the best version of what I wanted, but not the one that I wanted. Yeah. So it was a sweet thought process. But it always resulted in me not actually getting what I wanted. Yes. And I mean, it was just like clockwork. Yes, every Christmas. And now, of course, it's a great memory, as these things are. But it led you and I to be big believers in just getting the thing the person wants. And I get it that it can feel like lazy, like, oh, well, they just said they want this and now I'm getting it. And like, that's not a surprise. And that didn't take any thought on my part. But a lot of the time people want what they want, especially like if budget is an issue for them, it can really be satisfying to get that thing that you've been wanting. So our advice is make it easier for yourself and make other people happy and just get the thing they ask for. Well, I think also, like in my case, there are not a lot of things that I want. You know, when people are like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, "Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like... I'm fine. Like, you know, I'm trying to get rid of things. But if someone asks me and there is something I want, it's because it's something I really need. Like my stepmom asked me what I wanted. And I said, I want um, bowls for the kitchen with lids, Mm. like multicolored bowls for the kitchen with lids for storage and cooking. And that's, I think, what I'm going to get. And I'll be so thrilled. I mean, that's the thing. People are thrilled when they get what they want. Yeah, Sarah, in fact, even with you, when I was picking out your Christmas gift, I was like, would you, in theory, want something like this? And you were like, well, I would want something more like that. And I was like, oh, good to know that that you would prefer an item more like that. Because, again, I want to get you something that I know you really want. Yeah. So that's the hack. Get people the exact thing they ask for. They'll be so happy you did. And then, Liz, I think we need one more update from you, which is telling us all how you're doing. Yes. So, Sarah, I got COVID. It happened. I managed to go how many years? Three years, I guess, without getting it. You still haven't gotten it. But over Thanksgiving, the classic, Adam, Jack, and I all got covid And I have to say, even being vaccinated, you know, Adam really felt terrible. I have a milder case. Jack was sort of in the middle of the two of us. But so my voice, you can hear my voice is very raspy. Last week on the podcast, it was raspy. I hadn't been diagnosed at that point. But then I took a test later in the day and it was positive. So, you know, look, I'm really glad I'm vaccinated because... If it was like this with the vaccine and I'd been boosted, I can't imagine all the people who got it before. I just empathize with them. Yeah. Well, and the other thing it seems like that really helped you is Paxlovid. Yes, I did take Paxlovid and it seemed to really help a lot. I'd say within a day, I was feeling much more energetic um, because really the the biggest thing for me has been fatigue, just a heaviness feeling. And the Paxlovid did really help. Um, And I know some doctors are all about Paxlovid, other doctors less so. So, you know, talk to your doctor. But for me, it really helped. And I, the only side effect I really had from it was a bad taste in my mouth, which apparently 
is called Paxlovid mouth, but well worth it to feel better. Yes. And I talked to you like in the morning before you had taken it. And then again in the afternoon after you had, and it was a dramatic difference just in that time period. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about the whole COVID thing is I have taken so many COVID tests, as have you, because when we're on set, we get tested four times a week or something, and then we take them for various other reasons. And it gets to the point where you just feel like you will never get a positive test. I even wondered, like, am I doing these home tests wrong? Because every time I do a home test, it's negative. Someone will be sick, I'll test them, it's negative. And I was doubting my ability to administer the home test. (laughs) But then sure enough, once I was testing us when we had it, they were all positive yeah. multiple uh, times. So yes. if you're wondering out there if your home tests don't work, if they're not sensitive enough, if you're doing it wrong, they do work. And if you know, you're positive, they will show up positive, especially if you have symptoms. Okay, that is comforting to know. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, obviously. I'm so glad you're feeling better. <laughs> Thank you, and I hope that you can go another year without the COVID. Me too. Yes. And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and please follow us if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole30's Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Sarah, I am hoping that having had COVID, I'll be safe for the Christmas holidays. I have to say, I am a little envious of you for that. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, you do not want to get it over Christmas. Really don't. Then again, I could probably get another variant, so I may not even be safe. (laughs) I'm as safe as I can be. Yes. From the Onward Project.